0: Hello, folks, today we're sharing with you our 11th Costa Rica Bura Vida Lifestyle podcast series episode that deals with how one acquires their residency, also called legal status here in Costa Rica. It's a very important and involved process from beginning to end. It's a process that more and more individuals and families are contemplating and doing as well. Many people are moving to Costa Rica at this point in time. There's so much unrest and uncertainty and stress in their lives of many all over the world, and Costa Rica seems to be that Pura Vida lifestyle oasis, a land of peace and biodiversity and hope for a more sane and tranquil life for all who care to find it. Today and throughout the coming weeks, I'm going to be spending some time with Kevin McNamee, who is the representative For Costa Rica Immigration and Moving Experts. He and his entire team have helped hundreds of people in acquiring their legal status and everything that's involved with the process for many, many years. He is indeed an expert, a professional, and a perfectionist when it comes to his business, and I am so happy to have him here with us. We're recording a series of Q&A type episodes. Each episode will address and answer a few questions regarding the residency process, what you can expect when living in Costa Rica, and other topics that should cover just about every question you have about the daily life that you will hopefully experience here in paradise. You're going to learn about how to begin the process, how the entire procedure works, the time frames, and so much more. And more important, you're going to meet a new friend in Kevin, who will indeed have your best interest at hand when you allow him to work hard for you. One of his clients actually told me that it's like hiring someone to build a new home for you. Kevin and his team, they roll up their sleeves and they don't waste any time in tackling the task at hand, getting you and your family ready to enjoy Costa Rica for the rest of your lives. Kevin, I say welcome once again to you for the 11th time, and we really appreciate your spending a few minutes with all of us explaining what you know and what we need to know.
1: Well, again, thank you very much for the invitation, Skip. I'm only too happy to uh, dispense with absolutely fantastic information or whatever I can give you uh, to help the process of getting a person happily and here
0: in Costa Rica. Well, you you know we don't talk about any bad news here, so it's going to be nothing but good news. Kevin, in the first 10 episodes, we discussed your personal history here in Costa Rica, how you got started in the residency business, and we also touched on many other important points. We mm-hmm. reviewed the three main types of statuses, how one determines what status to pursue, and And why you even need to think about legal status in the first place. We went through some of the necessary things to think about, how to start a bank account, does one need to learn Spanish, and so much more. And there's so many questions that come up in the course of one learning more about the country that they may live in for the rest of their lives. And there's no silly question, there's no stupid question. And again, we appreciate your thoughtful answers to the simplest of questions that we're going to ask of you today. We're here with our many listeners, and they all are very eager to hear what you have to say today. So let's get started. Kevin, our first uh, question here is, what shots do you need to come to Costa Rica?
1: There are no medical requirements other than, of course, COVID now has changed the complexion of of business, of, of moving to Costa Rica. But as far as malaria, tetanus, et cetera, et cetera, it's common sense tetanus shots should be current every 10 years, or a booster. But that's about the limit to getting shots. It's not like a further South South America where there's a long list of, of shots required. But, uh, no, you may tell your doctor that you're going to be coming to Costa Rica and and listen to his recommendations. It sounds like I'm hesitant to tell you what shots are needed and such. It's, it's a, like in so many cases, a personal decision.
0: Well, that makes a lot of sense. And that's uh, very, very soothing to the mind knowing that you don't have to load up on a bunch of shots before you come here, Kevin, how about uh, okay, you're out at a nice restaurant. The server is doing his or her job splendidly. Do you tip in Costa Rica? How does that work? Still fifteen percent, twenty percent, like it is in the United States?
1: No, here in Costa Rica, there's a service charge applied to any invoice or any bill, okay, a restaurant bill. So if your if your meal was to be twenty dollars, it'll be a, a 20,000 colonies, let's say, let's keep it in the local currency, then there would be a 2,000 colony tip included. Now, this is a valid question, and I'm glad you asked it. The tip is shared amongst everybody in the restaurant, the server staff, and sometimes the owners. So if the person who has served you has done a more than sufficient job it doesn't hurt to tip a tip in addition to the the gratuity designated on the bill it just it's a courtesy that goes in his pocket it's a reflection on his good service that you appreciate it and it's it's symptomatic that you are are uh, attuned to the fact that he is working for his tips and that extra goes into his pocket is more important to him than what he has to share with his fellow workers
0: i agree with you 100 percent. i think you hit the nail on the head when you said courtesy that uh that server is working really hard and even though there is an 18 i think it's an 18 percent surcharge or tip included in your final bill i think an extra maybe two 100%. or three thousand colonies is perfect yeah um Thirdly, can you drink the tap water in Costa Rica?
1: Yes, yes. It's one of the great things about Costa Rica. Literally, there's no areas that are quarantine that are saying no, don't drink the water. There is a case, you know, use common sense. If you have are driving through an area that had a flash flood the day before or something like that, and one of the rare occasions that would happen, don't don't drink muddy water. That that just makes sense. Uh, some wells that have not been used for years, and people say, well, I just stuck the pump in there, and I fill up my cistern, and I'm drinking the water. Common sense, but overall, one of the biggest banes of, of Costa Rica and tourism is the tours with a perpetual water bottle with them as they take half a sip or half a bottle of it and then toss it. It's... Uh, it's sad because there's no need for it in 99.999% of the time. That the water is drinkable.
0: This next question is perhaps broad and vague, but I get it asked to me so many times, especially by solo travelers. Is it safe to travel in Costa Rica?
1: Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, single person, single woman, I wouldn't say walk on the beach at 4:30 in the morning, uh, waiting for sunrise or so. It's just calm, heavy dose of common sense has to be applied. Uh, unfortunately, people do get wrapped up in this lotus land attitude. Of, oh my God, the natural beauty, therefore the people must be naturally nice, and and uh, I will not be nothing bad will befall on me. But the fact is, common sense dictates that you use your common sense. Don't flash a heavy-duty amount of jewelry on the on your hands or around your neck or around your waist or around your wrist. The uh, again it's common sense. Remember, I'm not I'm not defending Costa Ricans or savvy enough, uh other people that have migrated to Costa Rica without benefit of uh legal status and such, and they work as day laborers and such, but when you're walking down the street and they see even a cheap watch, a, a cheap $20 timex watch, to you it's a it's a throwaway. To them, that's represents a day's salary or a day and a half salary. So I'm not again saying that they're right, but the temptation is much bigger than it would be for yourself to or or somebody in your circle of friends. Uh, it would be of no interest to them, and it's very interesting to the local. It's, very, it's safe. There are areas you don't want to go to, uh, and again, surprising enough, it's a big misconception about what uh, the dangerous areas are and such. There, there's a lot of crime in Costa Rica, but it is mostly property crime. You leave your garden hose out in your backyard overnight, good chance it will be not there in the morning. But physical violence, not not a, a particular big concern here in Costa Rica.
0: I agree 100%. And again, the, the word, the common phrase is common sense. That's all you yes. have to do. Don't put yourself in a position where uh, you're out at night till 4.30 in the morning, walking alone. Of course, something's going to happen. But uh, during the day, no problem. Kevin, uh, you got your... Your laptop with you, and you're coming from the United States, and a hairdryer. What voltage does Costa Rica use? Same as the USA and
1: Canada? Yes, we are 110, 220. is a standard here in Costa Rica. You can buy adapters if you're coming from Europe to convert to 110, 220. Not a not a problem. But basically, the whole country is North American standards. And
0: I think we touched on this in one of our earlier episodes, but I want to bring it up again because it's a common question. And I'm kind of proud of what Costa Rica has done with it. How good is the public transportation system in Costa Rica, the bus system, taxis, Uber?
1: The bus system in Costa Rica is excellent. It's still very, very popular with the local populace. And therefore, the tourists that want to get from point. A to point B, you're probably going to be riding in a bus that would put your buses at home to shame. They, they are high quality, leisurely appointed, uh, some with TV, some with stereo, air conditioning, of course, facility venues are included. Uh, locally in the city, and. Um, from town to town, very good uh, routes, very uh, repeated routes. So, yes, people come here and say, well, do I have to, do I have to rent a car? Yes, or, no, I rather should say, no, you don't have to. But again, it's depending on how much you want to enjoy the country. Do you want to be the driver and be watching and letting everybody else see this, the the sites, or do you want to be a viewer of the sites yourself? It's a common, it's a it's a personal call, but the busing bus system is is excellent, no question. And it's uh it's
0: not that expensive at all, is it?
1: <laughs> no, no, it's not. You can literally go from one side of the country to the other and I would and I I, I apologize for not having an exact figure, but you're only be looking at probably twelve, fourteen dollars to go from Lamont to, let's say, Port Arenas.
0: Oh, that's beautiful. That's a, both,
1: are, both are coast, uh, coast cities, so uh, it gives you one on the Atlantic side and one on the Pacific side, and, you know, that's, it's not expensive at all.
0: Well, Kevin, as always, we do appreciate your time today. There's a thousand more questions that I have to have answered by you, but for today... I think we've covered a lot of ground, and we have posted Kevin's contact information and his website address in the program notes associated with this specific episode. And I urge you to follow up with him through his Contact Us page on his website, and I'm also going to post today's recording of our Q&A session on his website as well. And uh, when you're ready to have all of your questions answered and all of your concerns addressed, Kevin and his team are standing by, I'm sure, to get started with your pathway to a new life in one of the happiest countries on the planet. By the way, if you haven't already, be sure to listen to our first 10 conversations with Kevin regarding residency. We've covered every aspect of moving to Costa Rica Again, all the links are posted at the bottom of the home page of his website at Costa Rica Immigration and That's Costa Rica Immigration and Moving dot com. And if you like what you heard today, why not share our Q&A session with your friends and family? Uh, we like to help a lot of people here and we would appreciate that. Kevin, thanks again. We'll see you soon for our next conversation together talking about everything. I mean, everything you need to know about acquiring your legal status here in Costa Rica, and so much more.
1: You're welcome very much, Skip. Thank you, and have a nice weekend. Thank you so much.